What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good Tuesday. And happy noon. The first crackle was an accident, so I had to cover it up by doing more on purpose. Yeah, talent right there. <laughs> Today is Q&A day on Espresso with Aaron and Sarit, so we have a series of questions that came from you guys. We hope to answer to the best of our ability, to the benefit of all. To the best of our ability, to the benefit of all. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, question one, Liz Martini. Martini. Hi there. Hi. I'm working on a progression of handstands by getting my hands off the ground and eventually doing shoulder taps. I'm definitely getting stronger since I can lift each hand off the ground at least once before I lose my balance. That's awesome, dude. I have wrist wraps to support my wrists and they help tremendously. My question. Do you have any advice or movements I can do to help strengthen my wrists? Mm. I've always had weak wrists and ankles. When I was in high school, I couldn't do push-ups or any movement that involved weight on my wrists because it hurt too much. That has definitely gotten better over the years and even more so since losing over 60 pounds. And I feel those are for sure helping with all of the things I'm doing, which includes the UTC. Holla! And running. Currently, I'm taking the joint for twice a day and doubling up on the omegas to assist with training for my first half marathon. There's so many beautiful things in this. <laughs> yeah, Liz, you're so great. <laughs> Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for being awesome. <laughs> love you guys. We love you. Okay, but I have a serious question first, Liz, before we get to your question. How do you take all of the supplements? One at a time or the LW way? Isn't it how you do that too? (laughs) I do it normally in two. So, okay, look, I take the joint for also twice a day. So there's three of those. There's three immunes. There's the omega. There's three extreme endurances. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's prebiotic in the morning. Um, Pre-probiotic I'll do in the morning. And then at night two deep sleeps, one or two deep sleeps, not always two, one or two deep sleeps. So that's like 10 to 12 things, 13 if I'm doing lean plus for some reason. Come here. That's a lot. It so I'll normally do it in two. I'll do half. Water, half. Sarit does one at a time. Do you guys remember the meme on Instagram? It was the other day. How do you eat your salad? We should do the same one with the supplements. Oh my god! How yeah. do you take your supplements and make a make a boomerang? I truly believe that it takes me like five minutes a day to take my supplements. Uh, Hello, okay. everybody. Mr. Boogie here takes me basically. I want to say seconds. hi to people too. Fran's here. Molly's here. Tracy's here. Andrew Ramos is here. Tracy, Jen. Elda, Melanie, Jamie, Stacy, Amy, Crystal, Tawny, Kristen. Hello. 
Okay, now to your question. First, do you have any advice on movements I can do to help strengthen my wrists? Mm -hmm. Well, one thing I want to point out, since I'm really good at talking and I haven't given Sarit a moment to say anything, I will keep going on that streak by saying, we're just here <laughs> to listen to you. Um, you said, I've always had weak wrists and ankles when I was in high school, couldn't do any push-ups or movements that involved my wrists because it hurt too much. Now that I've gotten older, it's gotten better. So I want to say, if it has gotten better, do you think it can still get better? Would you like a moment? Nope. Okay. So <laughs> there is bone density is the first thing that I think about. Mm -hmm. Right. And when you do weight bearing exercises, your bones get denser. Yep. They get tough. They get stronger. And so that contributes to less wrist pain. But you can only do that by putting weight on it. It's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's like, you know, when we're more overweight and things hurt when we move, but when we move, that's the way to make things feel better. It's kind of like a, it's like, ah, oh, I don't want to move because it hurts, but moving is the only way to reduce the pain, right? So I don't want to put weight on my wrists because it hurts, but you want to, you want to create density. I would say anything that you do that adds more weight that where you have a straight wrist. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because you're weight you're, bearing neutral grip. Yeah. You're still putting weight down on the wrist, but you're not putting it in a compromised position. Mm -hmm. So things like Crystal used to do, actually, Crystal used to do her handstands when she hurt her little paw, her lucky fin. She used to do handstands on dumbbells. So she would put the dumbbells on the ground by the wall. And so she would kick up with her hands on the dumbbells. So that way her wrists are neutral and not bent. That is one thing that's helpful. I'm thinking about kettlebell overhead carries. Kettlebell overhead carries. It's a great way. Like that's a great weight bearing exercise. And then when that you keep that keeps your wrist in a neutral position. And then when you get more advanced in the overhead carries, you could do a bottoms up front rack carry where you have to like, there's a lot of stability mm, that, that you have great. to create in your wrist. So what happens is imagine, I want to take my coffee cup. There's coffee in it though. Okay. Imagine this is a, a kettlebell and I have the handle and this is the bottom of, this is the bottom of the kettlebell. Hold on. This is going to be better. Okay. This is the bottom of the kettlebell. Okay. And I've got the handle. I'm hanging onto the handle. Okay. When you, pull it up, you're actually going to hold onto the handle, but you're going to do bottoms up. So now you're trying to, there's this like balancing act that you have to do. And all of that stability is in your wrist and your shoulder. So that's another good thing that you can do for wrist strength, stability. Uh, you'll want to do that with a lighter weight for sure than you do with overhead carries. So let's do a quick recap of the exercises. Honestly, also you can do like a handstand hold on two dumbbells. So you're doing a handstand hold on the neutral grip. That way gravity is, you know, acting as the weight bearing force. However, you're keeping your wrist in a neutral position regardless. So you can do, so we talked about overhead kettlebell carries can just do like three rounds of a hundred feet three times per week. You can do single arm, double arm. You can do one hand overhead. You can do both overhead. Oh, actually.
actually what we did today in the underground training club double overhead walking lunges yeah but then now now i mean i mean it's just a new element so the more complicated or complex a movement gets the more focused there has to be which means that each piece is working just a little bit harder yeah so overhead carries you can do bottoms up, up carries or you can do uh handstand hold on dumbbells so that way it's neutral grip do that three days a week you know set a timer go around these you know three exercises for like five minutes you know weight bearing takes a lot of you know biochemical processes so you know like ex expect a couple of months before you start to notice a difference it just takes time that's the reality of it but liz you're consistent just go be when you get done with those and you get good at them come back there's more where that came from mm -hmm. question number two of the day coming from samantha fox what would be the one thing you'd recommend for someone to do to get motivated to lose weight this is so what good. a question so what wants to know i want to give a huge shout out oh sorry <laughs> that was weird is it me and Callie is it inspired. Because... Okay, you gotta stand up real quick, ready? And go. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you guys to see the bottom of our seats because of Callie, like everywhere around the house. Callie the carpenter. Callie the carpenter. Callie the carpenter. <laughs> we have very unique designs, you guys. <laughs> We're gonna need some corners redone on the wall. <laughs> Yeah. You. Not only do we have a carpenter, we also have an architect. <laughs> Mom. Okay. So, Samantha Fox, this is a beautiful question. So, you know, like, I know um, Samantha on an individual level because I've had the pleasure. So, Samantha, I just want to give you a huge out, shout out, you guys. Samantha is already 36 pounds into her weight. She's extremely motivated extremely dedicated, extremely inspired. She is um, actually starting to carry out her trend into one, more than one area of her life. And knowing Samantha um, as leader that she is. Um, this question is not for her. This is not for her. This is amazing. So I will, this is what like I will call, whoa, a coat corner tip. So you guys, you know, when you your journey and things and you're committed and you're up for what you need to show up, things change. It could be a little bit difficult, but once you ride that wave for long enough, you know how much life gets better. You know, how much burden not having, you know, complete health or confidence in yourself just carries over on a day-to-day -day basis. And Samantha has been able to do that for herself. And, you know, when you love people, you know, share that gift with other people. Now, something that we all need to accept is the fact that just because we want it for other people, because we know what it has done for us, doesn't mean that they already want it for themselves. And I can totally understand where you're coming from. I can relate to it 100%, and that's why I'm sharing it with you. But when somebody is not ready to change, it doesn't matter if you really come to them with a, a golden platter 
in a silver spoon and you're like just lay down and i will and i will feed you the magic they're gonna be skeptical even getting it they know that you have you have that silver platter ready for them to just eat we do free programs and we start to sell people into doing the free program they're yeah. like well what are the workouts going to be like i'm gonna sign up and find out that you gotta want it enough to just come in yeah but there is a thing about motivation we should talk about. yeah and and there is something so let's talk about readiness real quick and you know sometimes when when people are not ready to commit to something because of three things it could be because they don't trust you which samantha i wouldn't think that that's the case could be because they don't trust the program or could be because they don't trust themselves now again we need to come back to square one and remember that there is only so much that we can do because somebody is not going to be willing to change until we are ready to change. And it doesn't matter if you are, you have access to this free program that can do free amazing things. It has done for me. If they're not ready to change, they're, they're not even, like, even if you take away any resistance and you're like, it's free, don't leave your house. You don't have to, you know, like basically sacrifice anything, right? Be willing to change your mind. Like 30, but somebody is not ready. Like even like those 30 minutes is going to be too easy for them. Okay. So, however, you know, just knowing these mechanics, like ask yourself, could they be skeptical about the program? Could they, they be skeptical about me? Are they skeptical on themselves? And if you're you could share with them, you know what, like, I really want this for you, depending on the dynamic of the relationship, and I know that this can help you. Now, if you've been resistant to it, I'm just wondering, like, which one of these three things is holding you back? Is it that you don't trust me? Is it that you don't trust me? Is it that you don't trust yourself? And now we can start digging a little deeper and see what it can be, and maybe the thought and hopefully inspire change. So now that we're done with that. It, I want to say something else. A lot of it comes down to mm -hmm. level of readiness is determined by you. Yeah. Via what? Commitment or not. Now there's certain circumstances, like for this specific thing, 99% of the time that's the truth. There's always one, like one where it's like, you know, I'm pregnant and, you know, my doctor's giving me instruction to be bedridden and only eat X, Y, Z. Okay. You're like, you're growing a human being. That's probably commitment, which understandable. Right. But when somebody otherwise, you know, is in an average situation, it's to, are you committed to doing the thing or are you not committed to doing the thing? Mm -hmm. And sometimes ego or a stubbornness I could imagine also being a thing getting in the way yeah especially when it comes to like a sibling a socket that says my sister keeps doing yo-yo stuff and you know it's like if if, like, if they can see your success but they're kind of mad that you're getting success and they're not then they don't want to be like well you're right so I'm going to go do this thing with you they're big and they're too stubborn to be like yeah maybe I should do what you're doing because then that says you're right and I don't want you to be right because I want to be right do you want to be right or do you want to have the life you want to have that's the question do you just want to be right or do you want to be happy you want to be right or do you want to get results that also goes to take coaching do you want to be right or do you want to get results 
you want to be hard-headed or do you want to get results? Okay. What does it take to get some motivated? Look, we talked about it on the inner circle last night. Motivation is not something that I, I don't rely on it. I don't recommend that anybody relies on motivation because motiv motivation is like a high that you keep on chasing. It's terrible. If you rely on it, you will need to struggle. Yeah. So I think, I think that, you know, that part is like, you know, if, if that person is telling you, oh, I just need to get motivated, maybe a good question, then what, what would need to change for you? I'll tell you what truly gets people motivated. It's either them being very clear on what they want, a dream and an aspiration, or them being a fear and frustration. People get motivated by getting away from a fear or a frustration or moving closer, closer to something that they, they really want. And if you guys think about society, that's why most people would just live. Most people are just getting by in life. Right, like I'm talking about financially, body wise, just like everything is me effort, meh life, meh everything. Right now, why is that? It's because I haven't yet gone to a point where they're so far, like at the worst end, that they're like, shit, I gotta move away from here. Right, like if somebody gets a heart attack because they're extremely overweight and they've been eating shit. And now they realize that it's a miracle that they actually made it, then their chances of wanting to lose weight, though the doctor has had told them is probably greater. Because they're like, whoa, like I came up front with, with death. Fear like, of the loss of life. So so now they could be inspired. So the reward, basically what you're saying is the reward has to be big enough for motivation to not fucking matter. Yes. The fear of loss greater than the opportunity for gain. So if you're in a meh situation in your life where you're in a lot of pain, there is no fear of loss of anything, you know, large, then what there what that leaves is an opportunity for gain. And the fear of loss is greater than the opportunity for gain. So we're not as inspired or compelled to push forward if it the opportunity to gain a little bit versus what are we afraid to lose? What are we afraid to not have? The reward has to be big enough for motivation to not matter. The reward, what you're going to get, what your life is going to look like, how you're going to feel, what it, the reward gives you is going, it's got to be enough for you to not care if you're motivated or not. You're mm -hmm. committed. And that commitment yields consistency. The consistency yields confidence and habit formation. Habit formation trumps motivation. And, you know, this entire topic, we can go on and on and on. I feel like do an entire workshop on that. But, you know, you guys, these are very deep subconscious thoughts. And because most people are not taking the time to ask themselves certain questions and because these are so deep i think a lot of people like a lot of years to find out why they won't lose weight but somebody who's who 
either far from a painful, you know, experience or, you know, they're, they're just like, they're so clear, crystal clear of their dream, then for them, it'll be kind of like, no brainer, I'm gonna show up, you know, like, so for those of you guys, think about it, like, you know, we have a bunch of people in the room, some of you guys, and this is me just being fully honest, right, because we're just fully transparent. Some of you guys, ever since day one, like, you've gone in, like, like, deep, 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 deep. You're like, just full distancy, full on all the way. But that's a small percentage of people. Some of you guys had to go through trials and tribulations, you know, in order to maybe become more clear to keep on going with more tribals and tribulations to get more clear. There's no wrong. And that's why we say like, you know, like you, you should never compare your journey to anybody else's. But the truth is, is that motivation is not something that we rely on. Okay. And that's why goals is always something that we look at at the very beginning of any program that we have. Because when we set goals, then we're able to think just a little bit deeper. Now, just because you're thinking a little bit deeper doesn't mean that you have crack the code. Sometimes it's going to take a year or two to crack the code. Sometimes it's going to take 10 minutes, but that's more rare. This is me just being really honest. So, you know, Samantha, so to go back full circle with regards to your question, well, what would be the one thing that you'd recommend for someone to do to get motivated to lose? It's honestly, if they don't know how to themselves, that is a very high skill, by the way. And most people, by the way, teach you what to think, not how to think. Society teaches you what to think, not how to think, right? Like, go to school, get a degree, buy a house, get settled. Really? Is that what my dream life looks like? Maybe. But is that it? That's why most people, by the age of three, they're depressed. They're like, what now? So they get comfortable, right? They're comfortable in their home, in their... But not really. Well, they're not comfortable. Like, they're not really comfortable, but they're more comfortable than the person in Africa who's got no shoes and has to run 10 miles to just get water. Comfort is relative. Right. Comfort is relative. And we're completely going to another topic. But, you know, that's, that's why most people are depressed is because they don't know what they want. Study has taught them to, to, to think this is what you should want. When the reality is that it might not be authentically true for them, but because they don't know how to think, thinking just overwhelms them. I would say, like, everybody understands the motivation. So I'll say how to get someone motivated. They need to understand why they're even doing it. If the reward is big enough, if the payday, if the payoff is big enough, they will be motivated. Because that is the thing they will keep coming back to when they don't feel motivated. If I almost lost my life because of the choices that could have been prevented, now my, my reward, my result in taking these other actions is to keep my life. That's a big why. That's a big thing. Then you could even go deeper. Well, why? Why do I want to keep my life? Oh, because I want to be there for my grandkids. I want to be there. I want to be able to participate in certain, you know, family functions and activities and you know, be the vegetable in a wheelchair when I'm 85. And I want to, you know, be in on all this stuff. Depending on, okay, well, why do you want to do that? Because I think it's really important for 
you know, children to have a good example, you know, a whatever figure. Okay, well, why do you want that? Because I didn't have that. And I felt like that negatively impacted my life. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. That is what keeps somebody doing the action they need to do to get to where they want to be, regardless of motivation. Mm-hmm. You keep coming back to it. <laughs> I mean, this is this is not a like thing for me often anymore. But you know, I think about okay, we're going to be going to Punta Cana in October, right? Mm-hmm. October, we're going to Punta Cana. I know that there's going to be a lot of swimsuit kind of activity. I have a motivation to tighten things up with my nutrient, like. I can go and I can put a swimsuit on and I will feel amazing. I'll feel like myself and great and whatever, because I've worked really hard to get to that point. But there's still when like, I want to be an example of like potential for somebody because I didn't, I, I haven't always been the way that I've been. Sarit hasn't always looked the way she's looked. She hasn't always had shoulders the size of her head. Mm-hmm. But You know, when I'm in a swimsuit and I'm around other people that I know I'm an influence to, I want to feel in my own, in my own judgment of myself, in my own assessment of myself, that I am the best example that I could possibly be somebody else's potential. Mm, And I'm going to make sure I look that way because no matter what I say, no matter what I do, no matter what my habits are, no matter how, you know, clean I eat, no matter how disciplined I am, nobody sees that shit except for three. Nobody sees it. But what they see is the outcome. And that's inspiring. So I'm going to create, I'm going to have a discipline. I'm going to create what is what I would believe to be the most inspiring to me. So I feel the most inspiring to the people who are influenced by me. That's a huge why for me to eat clean, to not skip my workouts, to push a little bit harder, to do an extra rep, to not skip any reps. What's the why? I'm in so much pain when I do workouts, like not bad pain, but just like I put myself in the pain cave, like you see it. There's some screaming sometimes. There's there's a lot of sweat. There's semi-blacked out. And it hurts and nobody sees that. But when you have a big enough why, the motivation does not matter. No matter how motivated or not motivated you are, you're going to do what you need to do because the reward that you've created in your mind is big enough to continue taking action. I think that's something that we do need to get clear on because you you talked about the example of motivation and that's like, you know, going on vacation with a bunch of like, you know, really cool people but you know Aaron just wanted to show you guys a way of what motivation is but know that that doesn't mean that had it not been for Punta Cana she had she would have been eating shit right now this is something that we need to get super clear on that Aaron's standards are insanely high and she's on track all the time but basically what she's trying to say is that because there is a certain event that's coming and that's why a lot of people get attracted to bodybuilding you guys it's because they know that it's like a this kind of like deadline that keeps them in check or like a wedding, this deadline that keeps them in check. But it's like, what is something on a big life level that will keep you in check every single day? So I want to say what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 
because I don't need motive. I no longer need motivation to do what I need to do because why, what I talked about earlier, continuing to do the right habits over time builds consistency, which builds habit formation and confidence, which builds momentum, which means you don't need motivation anymore. It's a habit. You've got momentum. You're going to keep doing it no matter what. That's where I'm at. But if I want motive, I want extra motivation. There's some kind of reason why I need to have that because otherwise I'm not going to push extra hard. I'm not going to, you know, be extra, extremely disciplined for no reason. I already have great discipline. Like, sorry, like we have really high standards. We've worked our way up to that. It did not start there. We, we've done this right. And, but we've trended upwards with it. And now the dips are just very small and subtle, but it's like, so, so to make it clear, like, when you have the discipline and you have the habits, you don't, the motivation isn't a thing. Like I'm not motivated to work out. Meanwhile, you're warming up for your workout because you just know you're going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm um, not, I, oh, I just want to eat a freaking Taco Bell Chalupa double decker taco, whatever. You're like, but meanwhile, you're eating a salad, like, because it's a habit. It's just what you do. It's just mm-hmm. normal. It's, so that's, not, it's not about your feelings anymore. But it's about your, what you need to do. But your normal has gotten you to where you are. Think about that. Whatever you've done for the last hundred days has been the most impactful thing that got you where you are right now. Mm-hmm. As of current, what have you done for the last hundred days? What have you done for the last thousand days? A few years. You've created habits in that time. What have you created? Mm-hmm. All right. So to get motivated, though, to find that extra motivation, get out of and to create a new normal, there needs to be a strong why. So for me to create a new normal, uh, an even higher standard, there has to be a why. For you to create a higher standard for yourself, there needs to be a purpose mm-hmm. that is strong enough for motivation to not matter. That's what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah. Until you can create the discipline to make that new standard a normal, then you go for another high, a higher standard than that one. You got to do the same thing. And you just kind of keep leveling up little by little. Yeah. And, you know, I also want to share that, Samantha, I know that, you know, um, when you do things right and you realize how your life transforms, you really want to share that gift with everybody around you. And, you know, I know a bunch of you guys can totally relate to Samantha's question. And, you know, I just want to applaud you guys who are doing what Samantha is doing or are doing their their part to pursue you know kind of like um rising the tide of everybody in their community like you know i applaud you for being the leader the leader in your community and truthfully that's why you know we are doing everything that we can to really form the the tightest raddest baddest most heart-centered ens army possible because each and every one of you guys are doing is very disruptive in the most beautiful way to like years of, you know, just an average way of thinking, right? Um, just like what we talked about earlier, going from teaches you what to think to how to think. You're learning how to think for yourself and you're noticing how freeing it is, you know, spiritually, physically, mentally. And that's what we always say. It's not about the weight that you lose. It's about who you become in the process when you do it the right way. 
like everything changes around you and you're noticing you're like wow what used to look like a gray wall is now like you know blue with unicorns and that's what life is so it's like you want to share these unicorns with everybody but you know um not because it's very disruptive it's different sounds almost too good to be true not a lot of people are gonna roll with it initially so all you can do is just do your part to keep on taking a deep breath all right i'm gonna go in for another dive all right then happen again i'm gonna take a deep breath and i'm gonna go for another dive and it's like when you're doing it it's it, it could be exhausting but it's like you know that it's the right thing to do so i want to applaud you guys who are doing what Samantha is doing for, you know, just being the leader in your own community. And really that's why we're doing what we're doing because when you are here to disrupt for the greater good, it takes time, it takes effort, and it takes, it, it takes an army, it really does. So we, we all need one another, truthfully, like like-minded free thinkers who are courageous enough to do what most people won't. So, you know, for anybody who is listening to this, truly appreciate you. You know, for anybody who is doing what Samantha is doing, truly appreciate you because you're being the courageous ones who know the difference that, you know, like we can all make on the greater good. And I know that that is really my purpose in life. And that's why, you know, like I do what I do all day, every single day. Doesn't matter if it's a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday you know, like July 4th, Memorial Day, New Year's Day. Great things are going to be happening this year on New Year's Day, by the way. But yeah, um, so, you know, if you guys found value from today's conversation, if you know that there's somebody in your life that you're like, man, I've been taking deep breaths and, and, and taking deep dives, share this with them. Share this with them. Let that be that next nudge that maybe can, you know, inspire them to change one thing. Um, or maybe if there's one more person in your life, share this with them so that you guys can stick together tighter. We appreciate you guys joining us. We appreciate you guys for being who you are, for leading how you're leading yourself and um, for leading those around you. We'll see you guys tomorrow at noon for another great conversation. In the meantime, you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.